Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When Chris Brown first came onto the music scene way back in 2005, everyone was almost certain we were looking at the next pop and hip hop superstar. His debut song, Run It, skyrocketed to number one almost overnight, and the young, smooth-voiced heartthrob stole the hearts of millions of people. And did I mention that he could also dance really good, too? Beyond the dimples and seemingly sweet personality, that was one of the biggest selling points of the young artist. People were certain that we were seeing the beginning of the next music legend. Some even compared him to Michael Jackson, and perhaps, if everything had gone to plan, he would have reached that status. But as it turns out, his super sweet, naive personality was not even remotely close to reality. Instead, through the years, we have seen a much different side to Chris Brown and a more violent side to him. His list of lawsuits and accusations is so long that a variety of news sources and tabloids alike have taken the time to carefully list them all out. Every time a violent outburst had been successfully swept under the rug, explained away, or shadowed by a new hit single, a seemingly brand new accusation would come up to replace the last. Over his two decade long career, he has been accused multiple times of violence against women. He has gotten in very public fights with some of the most famous musicians in the world, including Frank Ocean and Drake, and somehow he's still releasing music just fine. While he has completed some time in rehab and has been diagnosed with bipolar disorder, none of that can completely excuse his apparent inability to keep himself out of trouble, or the inability of the world to drop him as an artist to listen to on their favorite playlist while going on a run or for a long drive. So what exactly happened here? How did the once legend in the making go from the sweet-faced kid to the out-of-control adult? What is the real story of Chris Brown? Well, that's what we're here to talk about on today's episode of The Corporate Casket. Well, the latest on Chris Brown and Rihanna, more and more details seem to be coming out about this. Her injuries being described as horrific. Singer Chris Brown has been arrested for assault with a deadly weapon. Bitch, ain't nobody gonna hang I never, ever had problems with anger. No, no domestic violence with any of my past. I never was that kind of person. Private Jet, Chris Brown. Please be aware that today's episode will discuss violence against women and violence in general throughout. If that's something that's going to be a little too much for you to hear at the moment, please feel free to skip this episode in its entirety, and we'll see you in the next one. Let's welcome a man whose name will soon be known all over the world. And his overall skills have made him one of the most exciting young men in the game today, Mr. Chris Brown. It all started back in 2009. Back then, Chris Brown was at the top of his game. He was dating another artist that also seemed to be beloved by all, Rihanna. At first, their relationship was portrayed as the kind of relationship that everyone has dreamed of. They were the young power couple of Hollywood until one day it came crashing down. 
In February of that year, incredibly disturbing pictures of Rihanna with a busted lip, a swollen eye, and multiple bruises were released by TMZ. And just like that, the facade of the perfect looking couple came crashing down. This was something much different than what we had all thought. The pictures dominated the news cycle. Soon, Chris Brown was charged with two felonies, one for assault and another for criminal threats. Allegedly during the abuse, Chris Brown had threatened to kill her. And in his own retelling of the story, he says that the young singer jumped out of their Lamborghini and pled for help screaming, help, he's trying to kill me. The sudden accusations of such a horrific level of violence from the once squeaky clean star shocked and saddened fans. One fan wrote, quote, I'm obviously disappointed. He was in a good position to serve so many young black children well. Whenever anybody who is in a good position to have a nice impact on my children and children in general tumbles and falls in such an important way, it's here we go again. Even fellow stars spoke out. Jay-Z said he hit the roof after hearing about the accusations. A few days later, Chris Brown released an apologetic statement and said he was seeking counseling and wanted to emerge a better person. And I'm sure that's what many people had hope in their hearts for that this would have been the reality. Maybe this was just a unfortunate, rare and horrifying instance in Chris Brown's life that he would seek help for and then it would never happen again. In terms of what happened legally, he was sentenced to five years of probation, 180 days of community labor and one year of anti-domestic violence counseling. There was no person when I looked at him. It's almost as though he had nothing to lose. He has so much to lose. It wasn't the same person that says, I love you, it was not. The optimist among us absolutely hoped that this would be the last we heard of him in connection with anything violent, but that was incredibly incorrect. This was apparently just the beginning and it continued to get worse from there. Just a mere two years later, Chris Brown found himself in the news yet again when he seemed to have a bizarre meltdown on the set of Good Morning America. The beloved Robin Roberts was interviewing him at the time and asked him multiple times about the situation with Rihanna. Every time he attempted to change the topic and seemed to become increasingly agitated as the interview went on. After performing a new song, he stormed off stage. Just minutes later, he reemerged shirtless after producers had reported loud noises coming from his dressing room. Later, they would find that a window had been smashed. By the time people realized what may have happened, he and his team had left the studio entirely. The next year, he found himself again in hot water, this time for his aggressive attitude towards a fan. After leaving a nightclub, a fan reportedly followed him out to his car just to take a photo. And when she did, he reacted by allegedly grabbing their phone, screaming, bitch, you ain't going to put that on no website and driving off. And listen, I absolutely understand not wanting to get your picture taken by fans when you're out and about and just trying to live your life. But unfortunately, that just so happens to be the reality of being a famous like musician. That doesn't mean that you can just steal someone's phone and scream at them and then drive away. They were a fan and you completely and immediately ruined that with your behavior. But hey, for Chris Brown, I guess that's pretty on brand considering that he's getting a whole episode. So I'm not going to try and act too surprised here. And again, if this had only been one incident, it probably would have just been a blip in his career and he would have moved on for it. But unfortunately at the time, he was still under probation because of his assault of Rihanna. You'll probably hear me say this just a couple more times, but how like this alone wasn't enough to end his career, then I'll never know what would be, but apparently he just keeps going. So it's just a bit of a confusing mess to me, but I digress. Because of his probation, this act of stealing a fan's phone could have actually landed him four years in jail, but lucky for him, that wasn't in the cards this time. 
but his bizarre outburst and violent reactions seemed to be getting more extreme and more frequent. Over the next few years, he would get in three more violent interactions with fans, all of which were women, and almost all of them involved a phone. In one incident at a club in Orange County, he was accused of shoving a woman to the ground. She claimed to have needed surgery after tearing ligaments in her knee. In another, he shoved a woman out of the bus after she refused to give him her phone, and just one year later, a woman accused him of punching her in the face after he took her phone while he was at a private party. And somehow through all of this, he was still producing music at all of these events and seemed to just kind of fly under the radar. And be honest, how many of these have you heard about? Did you just think it was a one-time incident with Rihanna? Because that's how it seems to be portrayed a lot of the time. Now in that very same year that Chris Brown was accused of punching a woman in the face at a private party, he was arrested and charged with assault with a deadly weapon after a woman called the police saying he had pointed a gun at her and demanded that she leave his house. When they arrived, it was a standoff. And I'm not being overdramatic. There was a literal police standoff at his home in Los Angeles. As they stood outside, Chris was posting on his Instagram, proclaiming his innocence while the literal homicide unit was outside waiting for a search warrant. This whole thing went on for hours and he was eventually arrested and bailed out the same day. I literally haven't been able to find the result of this incident, but I did find one article that wondered if he ever would be officially charged, but that was about it. So for now, all of this still remains alleged. Unfortunately, this still wouldn't be the end and recent allegations have popped up that are undoubtedly some of the most concerning yet. Chris Brown slapped with a temporary restraining order by ex Karuchi Tran. A judge granted Tran's request after she accused Brown of abusing and Just shortly after Chris Brown was arrested for suspicion of assault with a deadly weapon, his ex Karuche Tran successfully filed a restraining order against him. While testifying in front of a judge, Tran, an up and coming actress, recounted horrifying details of their relationship. She said that Chris Brown had punched her twice in the stomach and even pushed her down the stairs. In a sworn statement, she claimed that Chris Brown had told a few people that he was going to kill me and assured friends that if he can't have her, then no one else can. And something that's really important to note is that when a victim leaves an abusive relationship, the situation often becomes even more dangerous with the abuser often going to extremes in reaction to the victim's leaving. Statistically, it is at that moment when the victim is in the most peril and the perpetrator is the most dangerous. And this doesn't apply to just physical. This can be emotional, this can be financial, this can be psychological abuse, like all of these things count. And if they're emotionally, psychologically, physically abusing you, then that moment where you actually stand up for yourself and leave is when they become so furious that they don't have that control over you that they sometimes will spiral out of control and they'll do anything. They'll try to ruin your life, your career, your future, your friendships, any opportunity for maybe you to date in the future. They will do anything because they're so blinded by rage that they can't see anything else. So to hear these types of accusations coming from an ex-girlfriend about Chris Brown is extremely concerning. And it got even worse when he posted a video that literally said, and I quote, if I love you, bitch, ain't nobody gonna have you. Y'all be complaining about you being like stalkers and love with y'all kind of crazy shit and get tired of it. Well, guess what I'm one of them is if I love you, bitch, ain't nobody gonna have you. I'm gonna make you miserable. She even presented text messages from 2016 to 2017 that showed Chris Brown threatening to beat her and make her life hell. That is a full year of text messages and they split up in November. Meanwhile, he was still scheduled to do headline tours after she finally was granted some sort of protection from the courts. 
But wait, unfortunately and unbelievably, there's still more. Because, of course there is. In 2019, Chris Brown was detained in Paris after a woman who claimed to have met him at a club that night alleged that she had been raped at his hotel. Along with Chris, his bodyguard and a friend were also detained by French police. Upon his release, Chris Brown posted on Instagram and said in part, quote, I want to make it perfectly clear, this is false for my daughter and my family. This is so disrespectful and is against my character and morals. A few months later, Brown completely skipped a meeting that had been set up between him, the accuser, and her attorney, Gloria Allred, in France. While Allred claimed his absence showed disrespect for the French meeting, his lawyers simply responded by saying he couldn't take the meeting and they would reschedule it. Eventually, this case was actually dropped by police after they reportedly found it impossible to believe that the alleged victim wouldn't have called for help or alerted anyone. And just stepping away from this particular claim for a second, can we also stop saying that sexual assaults couldn't have happened because someone didn't fight or scream for help? Fight or flight is wrong because it forgets about freeze and fawn. And then there's one more that I forgot, but there's like five different things. It's like fight, flight, freeze, fawn, maybe it's just four. But many people who experience sexual assault freeze in that situation, not because they want what's happening to be happening, but because it's a perfectly viable survival response. It happens in a variety of extremely dangerous situations. And just because someone froze doesn't mean they didn't experience trauma. So please stop with that narrative. But back to this allegation, I couldn't find any evidence that Chris Brown was ever officially charged with the case, though he did file a countersuit for defamation. I couldn't find the results of that lawsuit either. However, this would not be the only sexual assault allegation Chris Brown would have to face. Just one year later, he was accused of sexual assault again by a woman who claimed that he had drugged and raped her on a yacht that was docked outside of Diddy's house in Miami. According to her $20 million lawsuit, Chris Brown had given her two drinks that later made her feel disoriented and physically unstable before allegedly assaulting her. Investigators were also called in to address additional claims from another woman that accused Brown of forcing a powdery substance into her mouth before she woke up hours later in the hotel suite without her phone. She never pressed charges after learning about the first lawsuit taking place. However, a few months later, he shared an array of text messages from the first alleged victim sent supposedly after the date the alleged assault took place, which seemed to make everyone, including her own lawyers, question the validity of the case. They eventually dropped her as a client. This past August, the lawsuit was officially dismissed by a judge. Now, while many of the claims against Chris Brown do remain alleged, it is undoubtedly concerning to see the speed at which they seem to appear and the amount of them that have popped up over the years. And believe it or not, I'm actually still not done with the violent outbursts. The last two sections were purely about his violence against women. And he has a lot more accusations and records of violent behavior. We're literally only halfway done. You know, really at the end of the day, you know, again, when you kind of step away from it and break it down, you start to feel silly because it's like over like girl stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. um, but obviously that can snowball into like real shit. Over the years, Chris Brown has been involved in a plethora of violent scandals. In 2012, he and Drake, who he famously was feuding with, got into a massive fight with their respective entourages at a nightclub. But honestly, this one isn't really that incredibly interesting and no one has ever admitted to who actually caused the fight. What has been interesting about it though, is the sheer tenacity of both of their PR teams to take this supposed scandal and turn it into profit. They have literally made skits about the fight and have produced music together multiple times. I just say this to remind everyone to never discount a good PR team at work. 
because clearly with all that Chris has done and gone through, he is, you know, top fucking tier. And are we really surprised that Drake and Chris Brown would become friends? Birds of a feather after all. Then there was this whole parking lot altercation with Frank Ocean that also just seemed to happen out of like almost nowhere and over something so seemingly silly, it almost makes you laugh. It was apparently over a parking spot. According to Ocean's retelling of the story, Chris Brown was trying to leave the parking lot when Frank Ocean stopped him. I don't know why he tried to stop him. That wasn't included in the retelling of the story. Then when Chris Brown tried to shake Ocean's hand and he refused, Chris just punched him in the face. And obviously this is just one side of the story. I'm sure there's more that we'll just never know about. However, the event definitely got more concerning when Frank Ocean said that Chris Brown allegedly threatened to shoot him and another member of his entourage called him a homophobic slur. Again, we can't and probably won't know for sure what happened, but this is the story that we have to work with. Frank never ended up pursuing charges, might I add. Well, with the Frank Ocean situation, I, I just put it like this. It's in the past, mm -hmm. you know, um, some stuff went down, but it, it's, it's, it's whatever. It's no, it's not what people, you know, it's, it's always How a misconception. Was it it's always sensationalized and always blown out of proportion. You know, I got respect for his music. I res got respect for everybody. Else. I'm sure Chris was probably thankful for that since he was still on probation, but he wouldn't be safe from legal battles for long because just a short while after, he was arrested for assault along with one of his bodyguards. This time though, it wasn't involving another famous artist or a random person outside a hotel that Chris was staying at. This time it apparently started when a man tried to jump into a photo with Chris Brown and another fan. And apparently that was a little too much for Chris Brown as he allegedly responded and I quote, I am not down with that gay shit and quote, I feel like boxing. And that's when Chris apparently punched the man in the face before his bodyguard stepped in and then punched the man in the face again before swiftly pulling Chris away and onto the tour bus. At first, the two were being charged with felony assault for the incident, but it was later reduced to a misdemeanor by the judge. Eventually, he was just ordered to stay 100 yards away from the man, which I'm pretty sure will be easy to do considering he was a random person just trying to get a picture and he later pled guilty to misdemeanor assault and apologized in the courtroom. His attorney released a statement saying that he wanted to put his focus back on his music and his career, which once again, I still can't believe he had at this point. And this story, just for some context of the timeline, we're only in 2014 right now. And I don't know about you, but at this point, I'm kind of thinking it's probably a bad call to get anywhere close to Chris Brown when it pertains to taking a picture or having your cell phone out. This is like the third accusation or something against him that was started with a fan just trying to take a picture with him and it allegedly ends in violence. Just a month after that, he voluntarily checked into rehab, which at first is wonderful news. Clearly this is someone who is in much need of help. But unfortunately, even that didn't last very long as he was actually kicked out shortly for violating the non-violence contract when he smashed his mother's car window with a rock after she suggested that he should stay in rehab longer. And truthfully, it's really upsetting and disappointing to hear just how quickly this went south. I can't help but think that maybe if he had better people around him or a better support system and a lot more help that maybe this, maybe a lot of these incidents just either wouldn't have happened. I mean, it really, maybe they just wouldn't have happened, honestly. Now he has since been also diagnosed with bipolar disorder, but we rarely have heard anyone make any type of statement about trying to address this and offer him any help. But there is also a point where he has to take accountability for his actions and at no point in his career have I actually ever seen him do that. In fact, even in a recent documentary, he seems to pin a lot of the scandals throughout his career on the media or in the case of Rihanna, on the victims themselves. It's pretty upsetting to say the least. 
But with that being said, I could also see why it would be difficult to get help from the people around you when, you know, you've been accused of assaulting them too. In 2016, his former manager, Mike G, filed a lawsuit against him after Chris allegedly brutally attacked him, leading Mike to wind up in the ER. The lawsuit read in part, quote, "'The assault was unprovoked and regrettably just another attack in Brown's long history of violent and abusive behavior.'" What makes this particular incident extra ironic is the fact that Mike G was the very same manager that Chris Brown had hired specifically to rehabilitate his image after his abuse of Rihanna. He claims that he repeatedly asked Chris to seek help for anger management and violence issues, obviously to no avail. This would take years for the lawsuit to be settled between them, but in 2019, they finally reached an agreement for an unspecified amount. Unfortunately, I do get the eerie feeling that this will not be the last time we've heard of Chris Brown's violence. Given his history and timeline of events, I wouldn't be really surprised if something popped up soon. I'm hopeful that I'm wrong, but we still have more to talk about and there's still more time for him to do bad stuff, I guess. But before we talk about the last section of today's episode, mainly talking about fraud for this final section, I wanna take a quick moment to thank today's sponsors because I think it's pretty obvious this episode is not going to be monetized, but it is something that's still very important to talk about. So uh, thank you to the sponsors who do support the show and allow us to continue making episodes even when we can't really get paid for it by YouTube. So here we go. From the gas pump to the grocery store, your utility bills and favorite streaming services, inflation is literally everywhere. Seriously, I wish it would stop. Thankfully, there is a company out there that's giving you a much needed break, and that's Mint Mobile. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order from home and save a ton with phone plans starting at just 15 bucks a month. I've been using Mint Mobile at this point for, uh, is, is it two and a half years, I think at this point, something like that going on three years, pretty damn close to that. And my old phone bill used to be something like 180 bucks a month. It was absolutely disgusting. And now I'm paying 30 bucks a month. And it starts at 15 bucks a month, so you know, but like the top tier where like everything is unlimited is 30 bucks a month and that's what I pay, just so you know where that number comes from. So for folks looking for extra savings this year, Mint Mobile offers premium wireless for just 15 bucks a month. You can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. So to get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, make sure you go to mintmobile.com casket. Again, that's mintmobile.com slash casket. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash casket. And all of us obviously browse the web at this point. We're on it every day. I think the internet is part of our everyday, like personal lives, work lives, whatever lives, the internet's a part of it. And when you're using the internet, you gotta be protected while you're on there too. Using the internet without a VPN like ExpressVPN is like leaving your keys in your car while you run into the gas station for a snack. Most of the time you're probably fine, but what if you come back to see someone driving off with your car? Well, that's a problem, isn't it? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, any person on that same network can essentially gain access to your personal data, your passwords, financial details, and more. And it doesn't even take much technical knowledge to hack somebody apparently, just some cheap hardware is needed and your information is valuable. Hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling your personal information. But allow ExpressVPN to be the first line of defense to stop against all of that. ExpressVPN creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet that makes it harder for people to get into your data. It would take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. And it's really easy to use too. You just fire up the app, click one button and get protected. 
and it works on phones, laptops, tablets, PCs, and more so that you can stay secure on the go or at home. And when they say it's easy, they absolutely mean it. It is, I am not the most technologically savvy person in the entire world. I think you guys are aware of that by now. And I really like how easy it is to just have a little app on my phone, I connect it. And then if I'm trying to connect to like internet and Starbucks or something like that, I am perfectly fine. So secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com casket. That's expressvpn.com casket. And you can get an extra three months for free. expressvpn.com casket. All right, so thankfully we are finally done with talking about violent outbursts, that's good. But that's not the end of the episode yet, so buckle up for one final section, fraud. Now, there are at least two different times that Chris Brown has been accused of defrauding people and breaching his contract, with one being far more eventful than the other, though we're gonna talk about both. Back in 2015, news came out that Chris Brown was trapped in the Philippines. After missing a concert when he allegedly misplaced his passport, a powerful religious organization in the country filed a fraud complaint against him, saying that he took a $1 million payment despite never actually performing. Now, it is pretty important to mention that artists had been experiencing some pretty dicey situations in the Philippines years before this particular event occurred. 40 years previously, as a matter of fact, the Beatles were met at the airport by an array of angry fans after they accidentally missed a luncheon with the first lady. As it turns out, they just never got the invite. But the fans apparently missed that memo and each of them wound up sustaining injuries from the backlash. Eventually, they were absolved of all guilt by the president, but they vowed to never return again. When Lady Gaga went to the Philippines, she was met with widespread protests and One Direction had to pay $4,500 in fines each before they performed in the country because they had admitted that they used marijuana in a video one year before they appeared there for their tour. So suffice it to say, it's very possible that the whole Chris Brown situation sounded a lot worse than it did. But hey, maybe try really, really hard not to miss the concerts you agree to go to. At first, he didn't seem all too concerned about the situation, considering he casually did a backflip in the video he posted on Instagram after saying, please, please let us leave, please. The words sounded concerned, but the backflip, not so much. Ng gabi kanina nang mag-take off ang private jet ni Chris Brown. Pinayagan na siyang makaalis ng bansa matapos makakuha ng Immigration Clearance Certificate o ECC mula sa Bureau of Immigration kaninang hapon. Sa kanyang Twitter account, nag-upload ang singer ng video na animo But he later tweeted, This is a very serious situation and someone needs to be held accountable for mixing my name in all of this. I've done nothing wrong. Eventually, he was released from the country and allowed to travel to Hong Kong for his next show. He was also never officially charged with fraud. But this would not be the last time he would be accused of fraud after canceling an event. In 2022, he found himself in yet another legal battle after he allegedly canceled a charity event that he was meant to attend that would be raising money for the victims of Hurricanes Ida and Nicholas. According to the event owners, they had paid him his performance fees, travel, and more, but he never showed up. In total, he received $1.1 million to perform at a charity event. In a press conference, the organizers spoke out about their disappointment saying, quote, it is a shame that Chris Brown thinks he can take money from an organization simply trying to help the community and then thumb his nose at them. The Houston community won't tolerate such conduct. Eventually, after he allegedly refused to reimburse the promoters for his fees and the fact that they had to cancel the sold out concert, they sued. Lawan Bailey, the owner of DML Real Estate Investors and Construction called his actions parallel to pure theft and swore to make a point in making sure Chris Brown paid for disrespecting the victims of two hurricanes. 
Now, I unfortunately have not been able to find out if the suit has been settled yet, so we're just gonna have to wait to find out what happens there. Ultimately, it is continually upsetting to see someone with so much potential and so much talent have such a string of controversies, scandals, and problematic behavior. Unfortunately, we've seen it way too many times in the past, and I don't think it's something that's gonna stop anytime soon in the future. I'm continually amazed at the lack of pushback when it comes to Chris Brown, and I'm further amazed by the seeming lack of help that he's received throughout the years. Clearly, there is a lot going on, and while I obviously do not know everything, I do know that there is a problem that isn't being addressed. Maybe it's to protect his career, maybe it's to protect the profits, but it's definitely not to protect the multiple people who have accused him of atrocious behavior or his mental health issues. It's just time to do better. But with all of that being said, that's where we're currently ending the story of the Chris Brown saga. I do hope he improves, gets better, gets the help he needs in the future, but it just seems like maybe he's being surrounded by enablers or yes men. I, I obviously don't know the inner workings, but it doesn't look like he's really surrounded by people who take his personal interests at heart or like as the most important thing. And that's really sad because that leads to a lot of dangerous situations. But that is currently the end of the tale for right now. So thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. I really do appreciate it. And we'll chat again in the future soon. Bye. Karuchi, you could have said no at any moment. Yeah, it is. It's definitely on me as well. And that's why I said I let myself down. Do you really ever think you'd go back to him? Mm, no. No, no. No, right now I I'm I'm saying no.